It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. We are streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980 as well. Uh, I just had a horrible realization uh, as I was getting ready to, to set us up uh, for this here segment. Um, wow, this is, this is sure something. Anthony, this is going to make people very upset. It's a sad truth. But... Are you ready for this? You don't look ready. Your headphones are just Okay. I tried to buy you a lot as much time as I could there. Come on. Get your headphones on. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? I've been ready. I've been waiting for you to get ready. Yes. I'm ready. Anthony, there are only three NFL football games left in this season. Oh, you're just now realizing that? Yeah. Like, you don't really do the math. I did. like, there was four last weekend. And now there's three left in total. We got two this weekend and a Super Bowl. That's if you stare math. at your fingers more, the math isn't going to change. Yeah, that's, that's good math. Very quick math, too. Yeah, there's four games last weekend. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And now there's three left in the entire season. We had more games last weekend than we got left until September of next year. Gracious. And we already know these next eight months are just going to be so long. I mean, there'll be plenty of stuff to talk about. I mean, there will be stuff to talk about, but, you know, football rules everything. I thought money that. ruled everything. Well, money does. Cash, but... cash ruled everything around me. Ooh, okay. That's okay. a bar. So that's a, that's a Wu-Tang bar right there. Yeah, it is. If you know, you know. Yes. Um. No, in the sports world, the NFL does. But, like, they'll be great. One, I mean, it still will, honestly. Like, let's be very real. You said there's eight months until the season starts. We're going to spend four of them talking about dudes that aren't going to play a snap until uh, September and never have before at the pro level. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking about the draft quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Open the show with it. If you missed it, good conversation. First half hour today, very, very good, including a hit, uh, a visit from the rooster. Very good visit from the rooster, uh, which you can check out now on the Hoffman Show podcast feed. But there are just three games remaining, Anthony, which means there are just three chances for you to pick the correct team uh, instead of me. That's not enough games for you to make up the gap, but that's okay. How did we do last week? And then let's let's preview uh, one of these two games, and then we'll preview the other one next. Uh, I went 4-0. You went 3-1. Oh, that's right, because I let you keep the Chiefs, even though you were just fading me, and I immediately had regret when I said Bills. I think you might have jinxed the Bills, to be honest. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I think jinxes of the Buffalo Bills have literally existed since before I was alive. Okay, that's fair. That too. Or maybe it is me. What year did the Bills lose their first Super Bowl? Uh, Hold on. Buffalo Bills Super Bowls. No way, Craig. Was oh the, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad. You were born in ninety. Uh, I was born in ninety. They lost in ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, and ninety four. Yep. So it's not like it's not like I if it had been the nineteen ninety Super Bowl, like the eighty nine season, I would feel responsible because well actually no I would have been born oh god I was born weeks after the nineteen ninety Super Bowl. So the 90 season ending in 91. Damn. Sorry, you're at, Buffalo. You're, yeah, you're at fault, Craig. Yep. Mm. 
Oh no, it was it was nineteen. It, it's the ninety. I hate the way they do this. Yeah, four consecutive Super Bowls between nineteen ninety and ninety three. So. It was it was me. Yes. Glad we got to the bottom of that. But we now know. Sorry, Buffalo. Don't tell don't tell Mike Shope. No. Don't tell our friends up in Buffalo that have been having me on their shows and welcoming me into their radio universes for years. Let's instead talk about you want you want to go NFC and then circle back to the AFC or you want to you want to start with the AFC game? So, so... When I was uh, when I found out that the Ravens and Chiefs were playing at three o'clock, I was very upset, Craig, because that's the game everybody wants to see. Apparently, last week the Ravens and uh, who do they play? Texans. The Texans game was like the most watched ESPN game like ever, and I'm yeah, like, but everybody's all, gonna they... watch the Chiefs Ravens next week. Why are they at three? PM, they should be the because late night game. the Lions are like America's sweethearts. I think everybody wants to watch the Lions and 49ers. So you think that we game are, is bigger than the Ravens Chiefs? I think we have true one A one B. I genuinely think that we are in a tremendous spot. The other reason that you do it that way is local time. You get a three PM kickoff for both because Baltimore uh, yeah. three o'clock. It'd be kind of weird. I guess it could work, but like you do. I mean, no, actually, no, you can't. You don't have an option. You can't kick off. You can't kick off a NF, the NFC Championship game at noon local. Yeah, at twelve, that would be insane. <laughs> so you can't. You can't. Well, I wonder what would happen if they had both games. On, like, what would happen if it was? I mean, the worst situation would be if the Chargers and the Rams were both supposed to host because they share a stadium. Yeah, they better hope that never happens. The Jets and Giants, same thing. But like, what happens if it's if it's uh, the Raiders and the and the Niners, right? Where it's it's two West Coast teams. You just kick one off at noon, or you push it back to four o'clock and seven o'clock. Or somebody plays on Saturday and somebody plays that Sunday. I guess so. Uh, you probably have to do that if it was the LA situation. Yeah. Um. That's great. I never thought about that. Um, but sure I'm not gonna the lie, Craig. I think the the Chiefs Ravens game is. It's more exciting just because if you want to be the man, you got to go out there and beat the man. Josh Allen hasn't been able to do it, but guess what? It's Lamar's chance, baby. <laughs> Count me in. Oh no, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled for both of these, and I think that's great. That's a great like we always used to ask uh, during the season on Friday for the Commanders, like what are the stakes? And I think that's the stakes for Baltimore. You want to be the man. You've looked like the man, the men, the team, all season long. Now you got a chance to beat the reigning champs. You got a chance to go out there and be like, we're about that business. We can beat Pat Mahomes in the playoffs. Something that only Joe Burrow and Tom Brady have done. Do I have that right? Yep. And Tom Brady should have done it twice. But, you know, uh, who was offside? D Ford and what? No, that's that's part of the reason why. No, it was D Ford and it was why he's done it twice. Yeah. Because he did it once in the Super Bowl with Tampa. Yeah. And he did it once oh, in yeah. New England. Yeah, they did. With where, when, yeah, and if D Ford hadn't been lined up offsides, that game is over, and Mahomes might have three rings right now instead of two. Mm-hmm. And Burrow would be the only guy that would have beat him in the AFC. Yeah. Dang, I mean, well, that, is that really true? Has Cincinnati beat him twice? Cincinnati in the playoffs? Because this is, this is his sixth straight AFC championship game. Yeah, but he's only lost 
to the Patriots, and he's lost to the the Bengals once. Okay, yeah, no, that's right. Then four yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. So three Super Bowls. Three. Three. He has a chance to go to the fourth. Have they not lost twice? No, they've only lost once. You're right. You're right. That that math actually works because this is the sixth. I was told there would be no math. So. Uh, I, I do agree with Cordell, uh, Cordell Woodland, who joined us earlier in the hour, that the biggest way the Chiefs keep this close and ultimately win is with the run game. They've got to establish it. This game has to become a shorter game, short, like high number of possessions, Ravens favored. Because for as explosive as the Chiefs can be, that's not really who they are anymore. Like they're not the Tyreek Hill, Mecole Hardman, we got a track team Chiefs. They're a power football team. And they have guys like Rashi Rice who can score from anywhere. Um, obviously, if Kadarius Tony's out there or, or Hardman, like these guys can do it, but that's not the featured part of their offense anymore. It's Kelsey over the middle. It's Bell. It's, uh, uh, we've got uh, Noah Gray, Noah the Gray. other tight end. Yep. Um, it's those guys over the middle. It's Rice, heavy dose on the outside. And then it's these running backs. And I am... You know, Joe Tooney, their guard, all all everything guard missing is a big deal for them. But I think if you're Kansas City, you have to come out and try to play some smash mouth. Um, actually, I, I might come out and try to dot short, quick passing game, loosen them up a little bit, and then hit them with the, the ground game. But I, you have to be ready to stay committed to your game plan. And I think the Chiefs have been able to do that in part because they trust their defense. That Chiefs defense can't play like it did against uh, Buffalo last week. They've got to be much, much stingier, and it's really hard um, because Lamar's insane, and this offense is tremendous. Um, but that's that's the plan for the Chiefs: is you play a, a an extend the drive, like long drive. Don't be afraid to play a little bit of field position type of game, and then you better keep everything in front of you, including Lamar as a scrambler, and and ton of zone defense and and that's how you you try to scheme it up i think also what kc did uh well last week against the bills they actually caught the football uh mvs had a couple of great catches he did um and i was like whoa he actually caught that so it's more so those guys gotta you know show up and play like i think mahomes is gonna do mahomes like he's gonna put these guys in position to you know go out there and make the plays that he needs them to make in these high stakes situations and then you gotta come through for him um, but I definitely do think uh, the run game will be will be huge. Also, my home scrambling will be huge. Uh, I think always the, is in the playoffs. That's a great point. The the Ravens have uh, they they they've led the league in sacks this year, so I th- I think Mahomes is gonna have a, a little bit of a tall task. But you know if he can get, if he can get out of the pocket and you know create on his um with his legs. I think that also will be beneficial for those guys. Chiefs are banged up. I mean, Legarius Sneed has a calf injury. He was limited on Wednesday. He's fine, but questionable. Pacheco, a little banged up, toe and ankle. Mm-hmm. Tony, with the hip injury that's kept him out the last couple of weeks, uh, has a hip. Uh, has the hip. Uh, he's questionable. Willie Gay and Mike Edwards uh, are questionable. Edwards coming out of concussion protocol, so like he's been very limited in practice, even if he does play. So it's you know Sky Moore's been on injured reserve. So it, it's against a Ravens team that's super duper healthy and getting healthier, like Mark Andrews back. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be a tall task. Ultimately, Anthony, can the Chiefs pull the upset? Can Patty Mahomes go to a fourth Super Bowl in six years? I'm rocking with my MVP favorite. I'm going with Lamar and the Ravens. And again, um, 
I think Cordell said it perfectly. Like, this is one of the most complete teams we'll see, I think, um, in a while. Like, offensively, they're great. Uh, last week against the Texans, they had multiple drives where they had double-digit play drives. Um, and that's tough to do in the NFL, like repeat, you know, nickel and dime over and over again. And they managed to do that. Um, and then defensively, we already know what they bring. They led the league in sacks. They led the league in, uh, in points and, uh, and takeaways as well. So I think it's going to be really tough to uh, go out there and be the Ravens in the bank. I'm going with the Ravens. I agree. I, I, almost, I say I agree in part. Because I genuinely don't want to have to like pick against the Chiefs out loud. I it's so like, hard to bet against uh, the guys. <laughs> don't tell Patrick Mahomes. Like betting against Mahomes feels impossibly stupid. Man, he is that good. He is that good. But so were they. They being the Ravens. Now the Bills were playing that well, and we thought they might have been good enough, but that little bit not there. Um, I also do wonder, though, can can the Chiefs make the Ravens beat them through the air? They are much more capable of doing that than in years past. Lamar has been very, very good as a thrower this year. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see about where it goes from there. But uh, I would rather Lamar beat me with his arm and just be like, shake your hand, kid. Nice job. Uh, by the way, congrats on another MVP. Versus... Uh, He's running the ball. They're running the ball. Lots of play action, balance. Like game flow becomes very important. I guess is the shortest way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, it's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live on the free Odyssey app. Anthony, I gotta adjust the settings on my laptop here in in the commercial break. Do you have the new iOS on your MacBook? The new operating system? Uh that I don't know. So uh, the new operating system yeah. does a thing that if you give a thumbs up. It like puts a thumbs up on your screen. Oh, I've seen that on my phone. Yeah, it does it on your phone too. See, there it is. It just did it on my screen. Yeah, like, I see it now. What What is that? I don't. I don't. Well, I'm in the middle of a radio show. It won't do it for you. You can't make it show up over here. But like for me, no. I do the thumbs up. I, and like at sometimes, I don't know. Now I can't get it to do it. It's. I gotta adjust the settings. It's very annoying. Yeah. So if you're on YouTube, enjoy a random thumbs up in the middle of your day, and and if you're on the radio. Uh, enjoy what's trending. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. You can stream us live on YouTube at the Team 980 as well as uh, many of you are right now. Uh, let's get to the NFC Championship game. We're both on Baltimore for the AFC game. Anthony, Lions and 49ers. Uh, the 49ers are a behemoth, especially when Debo Samuel plays. It looks like he is good to go. He is going to play. Um, that was my Super Bowl pick before the season. I would absolutely love to see the Lions pull the upset. Like Honestly, I can say this uh, truthfully, Anthony. I am happy with whatever matchup we get in the Super Bowl. I am. I know it's going to be great ball. I know that all four teams deserve to be here. I can find reasons that I want all these teams to win. I'll, get, I'll even run it down for you real quick. One, I thoroughly enjoy watching greatness be great. If Mahomes pulls this off, like, I've been on the Mahomes is the best dude I've ever seen play the position thing for a while. I just... I know that it's going to take time to build the resume to, to truly get him GOAT status over considering what Brady did uh, during his career. That's fine. But if he does this, like, he's on, he's somehow ahead of track. Like, he is, 
what the hell, man, if he pulls this off. Um, Baltimore, they've been the best team all year. I enjoy greatness being great. It'd be great for Lamar to get this. I will say Baltimore Ravens fans will be absolutely insufferable, as any fan base who wins uh, is, and I fully expect Commanders fans to be insufferable in the absolute best way if if eventually Washington can pull it off. But Ravens fans will be particularly insufferable. And the Lamar narrative of the people who will be mad that uh, Lamar should a team should have traded for Lamar, even though no team could have ever traded for Lamar, it would, would just get out of control. Uh, so that would be annoying, but I would, I would be very happy for Lamar and, and that crew and um, OBJ and, and they just do it the right way. And I like seeing teams that do it the right way rewarded. Um, the Niners, like I want Kyle to get one. I think he's the best coach in the sport. I think he deserves to have a ring. I'd be really excited for them. Um, and also uh, it'd be kind of a fun fact that Adam Peters would get a fourth ring on his way out. I think he would, he would get the ring. Um, and then last but not least, uh, if not last but most, do I need to explain why it'd be awesome if the Detroit Lions won? Dan Campbell out there biting knees? Like, come on, man. He's the best. Speak about doing it the right way. Let's go, Lions. Um, unfortunately, I think the 49ers are going to win. I just think at home, like, I will say this. The Lions aren't scared. Lions, Lions will not, this moment will not be, I would be stunned if the moment is too big for them. Campbell has them ready. They have a bunch of tough dudes who believe in it. Goff has been there before. I think that matters. Um, you got just a very, very good group of coordinators, good position coaches. Like These dudes are going to be ready. I just think what San Francisco does is really hard to, to play. And at home... Purdy wants to bounce back after last week. I think that San Francisco wins like 27-24 kind of game. Like it's going to look to me probably a lot like the Kansas City Buffalo game last week. Uh I to be honest, I think a lot of people are rooting for the Lions as well. Um and quite frankly, I don't understand the Brock Purdy hate. I I've never really understood I don't it. Um, I think people are just mad because there's like a lot of people that don't want Kyle to be as good as he is. And they uh-huh. just refuse to accept reality that he may have found a, a late round gem that he is put in a position to succeed. And that, by the way, that guy was probably way underdrafted that yep. that guy's actually good at it. Yeah. I mean, my thing is like people are saying he's overrated and he's a, he's the last pick of the NFL draft. Like he's just going out there doing his job. Like his job is to yeah. get the best players on his team, the ball and people can't accept that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've just seen so many people rooting for the Lions. And, like you said, they're, you know, uh, this pool like Cinderella to an extent. Um, but I just think too much experience over there with the, the 49ers. Also, when they're fully healthy as a unit and you don't have to just depend on Christian McCaffrey, you can actually lean on Debo to, you know, go out there and uh, make some plays. Uh, I think the 49ers are just too much. I hope Debo plays the entire game. Um, if he doesn't, I think it could get a little scary for the 49ers. Last week, you know, leaning on Christian McCaffrey, it got a little spooky. You know, Jawan Jennings, he had a couple of uh, big catches down the stretch. But without Debo and all the eyes on Christian McCaffrey, I don't think there's enough just there. I don't disagree. Um, I think that Debo, like if Debo or McCaffrey or I, like Ayuk to a lesser extent, Kittle, like yeah. they, when they have all their pieces, they're the only team that competes with the Ravens. Yeah. 
um, week in, week out. Um, obviously, the Chiefs could beat them. You know, I think either of these two teams could beat them on any given Sunday on a Super Bowl. That's the nature of, of football. But week in, week out, like San Francisco, I know what happened when they played head-to-head. That was one game. <laughs> but I also think that wasn't Debo – was Debo got knocked out of that game? Yeah, Debo wasn't in it. Yeah, so, like, when their whole – their pieces complement each other so well that they're a juggernaut. So keeping those guys out there is essential – and we'll see if, like, the weather and, like, all these other factors. But yep. at the end of the day, like, offensively, they're great at running it. They're great at throwing it. Um, their screen game's excellent. Like, they do everything. And defensively, they're fanta- fantastic at all three levels. What more could you want? And the Lions aren't far behind. Um, but I do think the San Francisco has a little bit more. Uh, they're at home. And we'll see. Going to be a lot of fun. We'll who, talk about who, it. Who you got? On Monday. I got San Francisco. Okay, just making sure you know how to write it down. Yeah, write write that down. You sure you don't want go, you sure you don't want to go with the Lions? Yeah, I mean, are I, you sure? I, I want to. Okay, but I'm not. Okay. Coming up next, <laughs> uh, Anthony. What do we? What's what? What order do we want to do this final hour? Because we got we got all kinds of stuff that we're we're looking at. Uh, I was thinking we maybe talk about the head coaching carousel and then pivot to basketball. That works for me. Or um, we go with the Wizards. It is up to you, but No, let's let's do that. I think that's a great call. So, we have uh 6 of the 8 jobs filled. Many of them this week. We haven't had a chance to talk about them. So, we'll talk about the NFL's coaching carousel and then we'll get into the Wizards and you'll hear from new interim coach Brian Keefe coming up at 6:15. It's the Hoffman show on the Team 980 and always live on the Free Odyssey app.